The following podcast contains strong language and ridiculous cartoon scenarios conjured up by two self-proclaimed comedy wizards. Between you and me, they're more like Saturday morning court jesters fueled by sugary cereal. But either way, the opinions expressed and presented are mere musings, so please humor their well-intentioned hijinks with a laugh and not by taking anything they say seriously. Unless, of course, you want to pay them to say something else. Could always use a new pair of shoes. Hello and welcome to ReviewParty.com. I'm Brent. I'm Matt. We got an episode this week. This is a podcast, uh, if you didn't figure that out. Comedy, genre, subgenre, internet culture. Why? <laughs> because we look at internet reviews uh, from places like Google, Yelp, TripAdvisor, IMDb? IMDb. IMDb. If those letters mean anything to you, then I think you're in the right place. I don't got any more clever anecdotes uh man you, you got a review i got a review i got a review that was sent to us by a friend of the show friend of friend of comedy friend of eric <laughs> and also married to eric the this this is his lovely wife jen jennifer jennifer martin as, as she's now known congrats, congrats. i still need to I, i'll review their wedding one of these weeks uh, <laughs> but in the interim i have this amazon review for the H2O capsule, 2.2 liter, half gallon water bottle with storage sleeve and removable straw. BPA free, large reusable drink container with handle. Big sports jug, 2.2 liter, <laughs> 74 ounce, warm tie dye. It's a big wa- It's a big water bottle. It's a big water bottle with like a like a like a tie dye koosh sleeve. Oh, it's got the koosh. It's got a bit of the koosh. <laughs> you know, stretchy sort of sort of cool. Uh, fabric-y deal going on there. Koosh situation. Let me, uh, let me, uh, copy oh, I know, uh, a koozie? Was that what we say? A koozie? We that's might what say, we'd say, if we were cultured, we might say koozie, but... <laughs> yeah, I would say that's a koozie, a cozy, a koosh. Um, <laughs> Here's a anyway. review from, <laughs> from Sam Ogan Malawa. Sam titles their review i f da, 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 ing love this bottle in all caps color jet black i don't i maybe would have gone with the tie-dye but that's just me sam writes i can't tell you how much i love this bottle i take my bottle wherever i go and don't leave the house without it i even named it bruce because of how important it is in my life bruce is always there for me when i'm feeling dehydrated or need a pick-me-up i call him my emotional support bottle I originally bought this bottle so I could consume close to a gallon of water every day, but what I got instead was a close friend. (laughs) The sleeve, I call them sweatshirts, (laughs) that come with this purchase. No, that answers our question. (laughs) Uh, Have a couple of handy pockets, and it makes Bruce look so sporty. I even bought more bottles in different colors, so now Bruce has an arrangement of sweatshirts. I paid $30 for Bruce. But the amount of value he adds to my life is priceless. In short, just buy the damn bottle. Five stars. No, I don't think I will. <laughs> uh, this is a, uh, a a children's, an illustrated children's book, picture book waiting to happen, isn't it? It kind of is. This is Golly. a Linus in the blankie type situation. 
<laughs> this is a situation where I think somebody got paid and somebody's making money off of that stupid idea. Why didn't I have a stupid idea that I made money off of? <laughs> right. As simple as making a koozie or a, and or sweater, depending on your nomenclature. Or a book about your best friend water bottle. Your best friend the bottle. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't remember. Every little kid's got a favorite little thing that they're overattached to. <laughs> but this is an adult. and But they know. They're, they, they, if I said you're kind of attached to that like a little baby with the blankie, they're like, they'd be like, yep. Yeah, his name is Bruce. His yes. name is Bruce. Goo goo ga ga. <laughs> Maybe it's the confidence that alarms me. Yeah, I think that Linus was, was mostly confident with his blanket too. It was sort of a medieval weapon as well. He could load <laughs> that fucker up and. Yeah. <laughs> You could probably do that with Bruce as long as there's some <laughs> some liquid in his in his body. Yeah, you could definitely flamethrower Bruce out somehow. It wouldn't be too hard. Hawk Bruce at someone's cranium and you do some damage. <laughs> I guarantee it. Bruce is not above or below being a Molotov cocktail. Bruce is just a pawn in your little game. <laughs> and that's the best thing about Bruce. Bruce is just agreeable. You know, Bruce is just your buddy. You want to make Bruce? Into a weapon of uh, of revolution. Bruce yeah. is right there for you. Koozied up. Game on. Soak that koozie in, in explosives. <laughs> then give it to your enemy. Hey, man. <laughs> ni- nice 5K. Have a drink from Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> they explode. So this is a make Bruce into put a liquid in Bruce. That once adjusted explodes. That's genius. <laughs> Bruce is kind of a sleeper cell. <laughs> once activated, he it's game over for 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 all involved parties. I'm just wondering why they haven't thought of that poison yet. The exploding poison. It's untraceable <laughs> because they explode. Yeah, yeah. They come in the crime scene. Yeah. Are we sure someone died here? It just looks like. Looks like someone's vanished <laughs> almost as vapor. A Mortal Kombat 2 fatality happened in here. I'm finding like four and a half rib cages. <laughs> There's just gore and viscera everywhere. <laughs> uh, to have been a video game developer back then. <laughs> the algorithm's dropping like 12 rib cages in this bone explosion chat. Oh, yeah, keep them in. That's the rule of cool, baby. Dude, I don't know. We were trying to simulate. So every time we simulate a fatality, four hearts burst out of this person. That's fine by me. That sounds cool. As long as there's one in that guy's fist when he reaches inside. <laughs> uh, when, whenever the, this character's spine is ripped out, an entire chorus of children scream <laughs> out in pain somewhere in the distance. No, keep that in. That's good stuff. Uh, all right. Uh, I have a review, I guess. Okay. I guess that's something I do. This one kind of made me uncomfortable, um, <laughs> in a weird way. So now you have to be uncomfortable too. Game Spiced. on, gamer. <laughs> Game on. Spice World Organic Minced Garlic Bulk 32 Arms Garlic Container USDA Certified Organic Garlic with non GMO ingredients. Ready to use seasoning. For cooking, reduce prep work, and easily add flavor garlic. It's yes. a big it's a pickle jar size of minced garlic. It saves a lot of time and effort. 
Saves a lot of time and effort. You can see it right there in the title. Who needs an item description? <laughs> Tyler left this review on Amazon. He titles it Tasty. He writes, I know this sounds weird, but I have been eating minced garlic from Stop. the jar since no. I was very young. Oh, okay. Only a spoonful or two at a time. <laughs> this makes me a jarred garlic connoisseur. Mm-hmm. Tongue out, smiley face. This stuff does have a very slight sweetness at first, which I have noticed from other brands, but this one is far less noticeable than the others. I do like it for the value and ease of purchase. Five stars. Okay. You're a monster. So this is not the best garlic you can get. But it's good. It's a good value. It's but the value. If you know, it it doesn't bother them that it's not the tastiest garlic because <laughs> it's not really about that. It is about the consumption. It, is is that is my reading correct? It is about the deal. At this price point, you can't complain if your minced garlic's a little sweet. Just have it by the spoonful. <laughs> when you're having it by the spoonful, it's about the ease of consumption. I'm horrified. <laughs> what sort of little mollusk-backed person eats garlic right out of the right out of the jar? I love garlic. I love garlic, too. If everyone eat garlic, it's good for you. Uh, I would make a garlic mince, a garlic sort of paste, and put it on toast and just eat the, you know, the garlic as a condiment sure, and that man, sort of yeah. thing. But, yeah, buy the spoonful out of the, that juice. <laughs> out of the, the soup. It's just dripping. It's like it's like sauerkraut, practically. It's so uh. sopping. And... Uh, uh, <laughs> take control of your life because it is steering in the wrong direction. They said that since they were very young. Since before they were making memories, they were challenged. Yes, that's that's why I think this is someone who has sort of like lichen growing on their elbows and things like that. This is someone who lives in a cave or beneath a dumpster and they just... They were abandoned, sort of like sure. a stray cat, and, and found a jar of garlic and s- suckled it. <laughs> <laughs> and Sucked on it. The garlic, as uh, though like a video game creature, has evolved them. Has has over it's time them. they've adapted. They've it's changed them. They've adapted to being a more of a garlicky creature. Uh, a connoisseur, they would say, but yes, a creature. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, there's, hmm. So a lot of these other reviews talked about they didn't like to take the time to get the crap off the garlic, to mince the garlic, to the mess it made for such a small amount of seasoning. Yes. I mean, do do you think this dude could chow, could suckle a fresh clove, perhaps? (laughs) And get the same effect with less of the juice? I just don't think it'd be the same. You think it's the <laughs> whole texture, the explosion of little fish egg-like capsules? Yeah. Little globs of garlic just dancing around his mouth. And you take a big old, uh, big old crunch into, into a clove. You're not as, you got to do a lot of chewing to get to that point. Sure, sure. It will not be as, as sweet. 
I, I can almost guarantee that. Yeah, it's not a spoonfulable. I mean, I, I, what? So there's, it's a very strange line dancing around these refrigerated items, whether you can eat them by the spoonful or not. Peanut butter by the spoonful, I encourage it. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes, huh? Put a, You can use a stick of celery, too. Um, you could. I wouldn't eat peanut butter by the spoonful every day. I can take that spoonful of peanut butter and put it in a, in a, in a smoothie, and judgment drops to zero. Oh, so you you do have a little bit of judgment I got over a, a bit, daily I, peanut butter <laughs> consumer uh, out of jar. I, you scrape open that that jar of peanut butter, and I see spoon and, and fork marks in there. I'm uh, thinking, <laughs> I've learned something about you, friend, and I don't like that knowledge. Would you feel better if they scooped it and put it in a bowl and then ate it? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. that, that, is, that is too deliberate. <laughs> okay. Well, then we are at an impact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a spoon, a spoon out of the old tub. That okay, that's fine. Maybe you just you weren't sure what you were hungry for. A spoonful of peanut butter. Are you in a time crunch? A spoonful of peanut butter. What about ice cream out of the tub? Go for it. You know, just there's no shame in that. We <laughs> not fool ourselves. <laughs> ice cream out of the tub. I'm trying to think of other. There's not many other things like maybe. Well, what about like spaghettios out of the can, where you just fucking cook that shit in the can and and Last of Us Two style. I'll get on board with that. Yeah, spaghettios, soup, beans. You're out camping sure. and you just put on that little so- stove. Sure, sure. Okay. Your life. Okay. There's a lot of there's a lot of variables going on in these questions. Minced garlic, like minced come garlic, on. right? That's a pretty. That's an extreme. I'm trying to find the line. Because that's that's obviously off the deep end. You got a big old thing of applesauce. Uh, see, I don't but know about that. A pickle jar sauce, pickle jar size of apple sauce. I Maybe. don't know. I might feel a little uncomfortable. If someone I chilling on a big old jar of applesauce. <laughs> Maybe you should put that in a bowl. I think it's less about are you and it's more about the vibe when you. Mm. Obviously, minced garlic is beyond that. It's beyond the pale. But if you are like, it's three in the morning, you're drunk, you're hanging over the fridge and you spoonful some minced garlic in your mouth, I'm grossed out. But sure. It's a little different than you're sitting down for to watch your soaps, cuddled up with a blanket, and you've got yourself a thing yes. of minced yes. garlic and a spoon. You're trying to revive yourself with some sort of garlic punch? Sure. If you want those the health benefits, and you're just sure. like, I'm going to struggle through this spoonful in the morning, good. But yeah, if you're sitting down, you're like, hey, I'm going to put on TBS. Uh, you grab a bag of chips. I got my garlic. All right. Time <laughs> to – I think the verbiage that's perfect is chill on. Time to chill on some garlic here. Never. It want? is never that time. <laughs> but I mean almost like you replace the spoon with some crackers and the jar of garlic with some Nutella and all of a sudden it feels very wholesome. That's fine. You put the garlic on something, oh, yeah, that's fine. You mm. go to those fancy restaurants where they have like the, the baked garlic and it's just like goo. Uh-huh. And you just smear it on the bread. Ooh. Yeah, that's nice. Oh. 
But if you just like took some of that on your finger and you put it in your mouth and <laughs> it was a little sweet, but I, at this price point, no, you're a freaking nature. I'm trying to think of things. If I, because I don't know, peanut butter, I think you're harshing on the peanut butter boys a little bit. <laughs> okay. But I can't disagree with you on anything else. I'm trying to think where my line is, where my, that's a bit much. Yeah. Pickles from the jar, fine. Especially if they're little sweet gherkins, go to town. Uh, olives from the jar, yes, please. Sure, sure. Maybe you got a, a sure. spice tooth, you're eating the pepperoncinis from the jar. We're good there, pal. But I, but, oh, I, but if it's chilling pickle relish. on his borderline, well, maybe I'm. This is so hard. Do you have a review? Unless, I, unless you want to talk about pickle relish. No, no. I got I got a triplet of reviews here for an Amazon product uh, titled "Neato Wooden Catch Ball." And if you need me to explain it more than that name, uh, I would refer to it as "ball in a cup." Wow! Classic wooden toy uh, <laughs> i forgot this person's name uh amazon user gangster hotline <laughs> titles their review five stars and writes days and days of straight up unadulterated fun five stars <laughs> they, they stutter days and days Days and days. Days. Now, back in our college days, uh, I do recall having a having a bit of a fun with ball and a cup. Sure. Would you say it was days? And and comma also days on top of that? I mean, even if how long can you be in the ball and a cup, even if you are dedicating a hour to it a day? Eventually, you're going to get good enough. I mean, I think a half hour day of ball in a cup is probably, you're, you know, a good That's like funny. time. Suddenly, yeah. the rush goes away when, when you get the ball in the cup. Right. Right. <laughs> and, but then you got to look up tricks. All right. I, I put the ball on the stick and then I flip it and put it on the Ooh. bottom. Then I flip it. Mm-hmm. It lands on my uh, Adam's apple. Then I flip it. It lands <laughs> right in my gooch. And then I flip it and it lands on the spike again. <laughs> See, then that's a little twisted, but days and days. Yeah. I don't know. I'm if if you're in a ball in a cup, I don't think it's too different than being in a yo-yoing. But like, who do you really want to have your ten thousand hours in ball in a cup? No. In? Well, we didn't agree with with Gangster Hotline. I don't think we're going to agree with Amazon user XOXO either. They title their review "Love Nostalgia Toys" and write, "Love the nostalgic vibes of this toy." Knocked off a star because it is a bit hard to catch. <laughs> uh, but the price was on point for the quality. Solid wood toy and the paint was perfect on the one I received as well. Four stars. The perfect paint. <laughs> Tarnished by the inability to catch <laughs> a ball attached to a thing that is not made to be caught. In fact, held. Or are they saying it's not easy to catch the ball with the cup? Yes, yes. The point of the game was difficult for them. That's therein lies the game. I know. The game is a foot. So many, so many of those reviews. Just makes my child frustrated. (laughs) 
It's not a game about winning. It's a game about teaching patience yeah, and, yeah, and there, skill. There's some like they should let them win sometimes. Oh. <laughs> that is not the point. And there are times in life where I think you should let the person win sometimes, but there are times in life where you should make the person lose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you should make them lose hard. Don't worry. We got a winner here on our last one. Uh, a, a ball in a cup. This is Andrea's review. She titles the review in all caps, made me the most popular person in my office. Oh. <laughs> and writes, I was the least liked person in my whole office <laughs> until I bought this toy. <laughs> no one wanted to talk to me, but now everyone comes by my desk and plays with the toy. This is the best purchase I have ever made. I cannot recommend it enough. Thank you, God. Five stars. Earlier, we had a Children's Illustrated story about how someone really liked their baby bottle. I mean, their adult cool koozie bottle. <laughs> right. Uh, and now we have a sort of a young adult teen drama about and the girl who was invisible at her office <laughs> until she stumbled upon, you know, at, in some sort of magic, mysterious pawn shop, um, she stumbled upon a ball in a cup that changed her life and made her super popular. But don't feed it after midnight. It, the way she's holding, there is a picture attached, and I'm sending it to you now. The way she's holding that. Does lend it some some otherworldly magical properties? Would you not? Agree? That is a strange grip. The thumb <laughs> is reversed. Yeah, like this thing is a little chaotic, a little out of control. You might say. And also the prox, because this looks like it's being taken from her office. Yeah. The proximity that that person is sitting <laughs> next to her. That being true, that she sits very close, within arm's length to her neighbor, and also no one ever talked to her. That is so sad, yeah. That guy that sat next to you, sits next to you every day for eight hours a day, does not say, hi, how are you? Until you get a, a sick blue and orange ball and a cup. Oh, no. I... What, what's that clacking sound over there? The sound of wood striking wood interests me. I'm afraid to know if it's her or if it's them. You know what I mean? Both <laughs> yeah. are horrific answers to why no one would talk to her. Uh, I'm going to do a quick scan. Uh, she doesn't have very many reviews. Yeah, we can't make snap can't. judgments about this person based on their posting on the internet. What is it even worth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we know that we like ball and a cup and, and we yeah. like Andrea, too. Yeah, we'd well, be friends with you without your ball in a cup, Andrea, but I guess I do like you better with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no no one's about that. Give me that sucker. <laughs> I'll try it out, you know. <laughs> I like the ones with the spike on the top, the classic, the spike on the top, the cup on the bottom. You do flip skis and shit with it, you know mm. what I mean? <laughs> they got the, the two side cups for varying difficulty. Oh, man. That the, yeah, this, if if you're spending days and days on this ball in a cup, which is quite literally a ball and a cup, <laughs> yeah, I, I got nothing for you, man. <laughs> Let's take a break. All right.
Hey everybody, thank you for listening to our lovely little podcast. If you'd like to go above and beyond in supporting our show, or have the most fabulous conversation starters since sliced bread, go to reviewparty.com.com. Click on shop and explore some fabulous t-shirt designs. Where's your favorite place to wear a t-shirt? On my body. <laughs> mine, mine is at the store. <laughs> That is a good place to wear a t-shirt. Reviewparty.com.com. Click shop. Why stop there? Don't stop now. Don't stop me now, because I'm buying a t-shirt. I'm buying a shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second half of the episode, and welcome to... Memento more review. It's been it's been a while it's since I've heard a, the bell. A while since the bell has tolled. Memento more review is the segment where we find reviews of those artists or performers who have since passed on. Uh, generally, I go to Ticketmaster, and and the review pages are still live, uh, which means the artists are still live in a sense, and we can we can once again experience the grandeur or disgrace that people experienced when they saw them perform uh it's norm i'm just gonna say it i think we did norm (laughs) we did norm once i think this is this is new norm new norm okay yeah let me know if it sounds familiar though okay so memento mori norm revisited yes well we can't have enough norm so we can't have enough norm I remember the 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 fondly the the norm one where I don't know somebody talked about I I reckon he's conservative just like the rest. Oh of them. yeah, I remember. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That's not this. Um, okay. Here's a review from Mondell. Mondell titles the review "Not a Good Show," and writes, "The sound at the Wilbur was terrible for patrons in the balcony. It was difficult to hear everything." Norm was often not funny and went on and on with certain <laughs> topics that went nowhere. And the prison ass rape stuff was too much. <laughs> Two stars. Uh, I don't know. It sounds really funny. Sounds like you just didn't get the joke, man. <laughs> like, you know, I feel like so many people, probably less these days, but... Back in the 80s and 90s, and even 2000s, probably saw a comedian once or twice on a late night show. Mm-hmm. Doing five minutes. Right. The squeaky clean five is not going to be the same as their six Saturday at Chuckle Fucks this summer. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. They're going to be a couple beers in talking about what they want. <laughs> and to me, that's what I would want. I can watch the t- stuff on TV anytime. You know, that's everything. Yeah. I I wanted to see the stuff where they're going a little crazy. <laughs> that that's why it's live, folks. Uh here's a review from Looking for Good Stand Up. They title the review Norm and write Was really disappointed. The venue, food, servers, and openers were all good, but Norm seemed <laughs> drunk and not sharp at all. He needs to stick to Colonel Sanders. <laughs> One star. 
<laughs> oh, I'm so glad this guy who knows him from Colonel Sanders had this right. awful time at his show. <laughs> I really love his commercials, but golly, live, he was... Uh. I, I've never laughed more in my life than at his Norm MacDonald Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial cameo number seven. I've watched that YouTube video seven million times, but the stand-up, he just seemed drunk. He probably was, is the best part. Yeah, he, there's a chance that that may have been the truth. He might have been sauced, but I bet. <laughs> Norm Sauce is ten times as funny as this guy sober. It's ten times as funny as any Colonel Sanders script. <laughs> I don't know. Norm's got the delivery. He's got his yeah. finger licking good. <laughs> oh man! To... I only joke because I know Norm would find it very funny. How, <laughs> on the day Norm passed away, how many people do you think went? <laughs> the Colonel Sanders guy. Who? The guy who was Colonel Sanders. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be one heck of a legacy. Honestly, legacy for the 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 ad director who's like, I think we should get a bunch of celebrities to just yeah. be just be Colonel Sanders. I mean that that those were funny ads. They were. I wish they would have cycled in more. <laughs> like just get it to the point where like everyone's. Ben Colonel. Reba was Colonel Sanders. Right. That one was fun. <laughs> that's funny. Now that that's back in my brain, I did listen to the uh, uh, Cake album as recommended. And I would yes. say it was an apt description to say it is it is what we would call folk. Thank you. Folk rock. Yeah, I got, I got some, some of that indie Canadian typification in there. I enjoyed it. So you're saying... Um, Colonel Sanders wouldn't listen to it. He probably wouldn't. <laughs> as long as we're talking about food, here's a... Uh... Cake album was finger licking bad. <laughs> here's a review from Matt. It's definitely not me, though. Uh, Matt, with like eight T's, titles his review, Good Form Norm, <laughs> and writes, We got good norm at 10 p.m., much tighter than 7.30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He said he'd eaten a delicious pork chop. That's probably why. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> Norm was feel wasn't feeling too good in his first set. Kind of not his greatest stuff. Don't worry. He like a fucking like Super Mario or something. He ate a pork chop between sets and powered up to his fullest comedic form. Hey, sometimes that's all it takes. And you know, too, because he would talk about it. He talked about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, I had this pork chop. That was in my head. Because <laughs> comedians like that, the bits they've been doing, they've done them 100,000 times. It's like mm -hmm. musicians that have played the same songs 100 times. They don't even have to think about the performance, right? <laughs> right. They got their second, they're really, they're daydreaming in their head, like, just like anyone else does at work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, he's up there on stage just thinking about that, how good that pork chop was. <laughs> <laughs> and he had to tell the people. It was so much at the front of his mind, he had to share. Probably wondering why I'm smiling. Hmm. <laughs> had a good pork chop. Uh, uh, all right. Finally, I have a review from Caribo55. They titled their review, Norm McDonald. And write, 
I don't know what his agent was thinking booking him in this venue. The people who generally attend this venue are not urban, sophisticated folks. Most of his act went right over their heads. I was there as an out-of-town guest from the city. I felt what? bad for Norm trying to share his dry, urbane, intelligent humor with what? this crowd. One star. <laughs> this, by the way, was in St. Charles, Illinois. <laughs> I think Norm would be incredibly insulted by that. And I think the other so... negative reviews that we, I think he would find so funny. That one yeah. would be insulting. It's off the off the wall. I don't get it at all. <laughs> this this Illinois dude with this fib here was like mm, these hicks out in Charleston do not understand this man's I prison guess. rape jokes. <laughs> Just that urbane ass rape. <laughs> I'm a city gent. I'm sure some people think of him as, like, a New York comedian because he, like, lived there and worked on SNL and stuff. But okay, yeah. he's from, like, the middle of nowhere Canada. He is from as sticks as sticks get. Yeah, you listen to him talk on any on any show and the phrases he's thrown around <laughs> date back to, like, 1919. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> that's what year it is in in the middle of Canada. Right, in the in the deep woods, listening <laughs> to the old dudes tell stories. I cannot think of one joke I would think of of Norm's where I would think, man, that is going to go over some heads. Yeah, that, that's some highbrow <laughs> stuff there, Normie. Maybe there's some silly wordplay going on sometimes, but usually it's just like... Yeah, he knows his just words. Just goofiness. But yeah. <laughs> Well, to each their own. I hope they had a wonderful time looking down on the audience instead of just enjoying the show. St. Charles is not – St. Charles is very Republican, but I wouldn't say it's the boonies. If you go west, sure. sure, But it is – It's a city, right? It is a city. Our (laughs) dear friend Chris, the the man who opens this show for us every week, hails from St. Charles. I would not think of Chris. I wouldn't think of Chris as some city slicker, but I wouldn't think of Chris as some farm boy no, out from the middle scum. of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, as always, uh, we read these reviews of dead performers with nothing but love in our hearts <laughs> and admiration. Uh, <laughs> it's just fun to laugh with Norm yeah. once again. Yeah. Uh, Norm McDonald. Oh, man, he's he doesn't even care. I would say he's laughing along with us, but nah, he's got he's, he's eating a big bowl of mashed potatoes up in the sky. <laughs> mm. Got any more chicken left over there? Jesus, you're hogging it all. Uh, I have a review from one classic jokester to the most classic jokes there are. Oh, from Amazon, we got knock-knock jokes for funny kids. Over oh, 370 really funny, hilarious knock-knock jokes that will have kids in fits of laughter in no time. Fits. It's a book with knock-knock jokes. By Jimmy Jones. Legendary. <laughs> James Jones. Hey, everybody. Jimmy Jones here. Sounds like a name he picked because he wanted it. He sounded like it could be legendary. I want to be like a comic book character. Just call him Jimmy Jones. <laughs> Jimmy Jones. Peter Parker. It's a near one. M. Pairing. Titles their review. Weeks of fun. Oh, boy. 
Perfect gifts for preteens, 5 to 11. I sent this to several families, and the children were telling knock-knock jokes for several weeks. Their favorite was the roach. Five stars. First of all, you're a monster, but now what's the joke? <laughs> the roach. What? I, I, who's there? The roach. The roach who? The roach. The roach who? That's got to be it. That was really funny. I'm so. I am. I am indignant. <laughs> <laughs> but back to my first part. You're a monster. <laughs> You're setting like it's it's weird, little sickening that you are just sending out these missives sure. or, or like, these these warnings or something. It's propaganda, is what it is. Sending this out to to brainwash your children. Yeah, yeah. but think about the parents. My goodness right. gracious! Right, it's psychological warfare. They're they're poisoning the children into madness to get to. To spiral the parents into even worse. <sighs> Can't get a moment to myself. Little Johnny's telling me knock-knock Joe's all day long. God. We had to, they had to remove all the doors from their house because they were just getting fucking knocked on all day. <laughs> I got a whiz with no door. Come on. <laughs> now, I'm trying weeks. to think of shit, and the kid can just walk up and tell me knock-knock <laughs> jokes. I can't go anywhere. I gotta put the doors back up. It's a lose, lose. All right, we all take dumpsies at work and school, <laughs> or in the backyard. Oh, uh, Dad, Dad, I got a joke. Dad's <laughs> running to the woods. I must go where nothing can be knocked. He's digging. <laughs> Find the realm of no knocking. There'll be no jokes. Oh. God. I've probably talked about this before, but I, I bought or I had my aunt buy for me, I believe, a, a joke book way back in the day when Borders Books was still a thing. I was like, this is sure. cool. I like comedy and I want this is a big, thick old book of jokes. And I don't know, like by the time I got it home, I was like, this is the stupidest thing <laughs> I think I could ever own. You didn't crack it and sample it. Take a little sample smattering. I huh? did. I must have, but I, I think just the, I don't know. My 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 eyes were bigger than my stomach. Something like the appeal of of that much humor was was greater than what it could actually deliver. It's like that's sure. not gonna this <laughs> two pounds of humor will not suddenly <laughs> by osmosis become part of me. Yeah, you think, thought that was more human, more humor than a human body could possibly handle. You'd be filled to the brim with comedy. It would be bursting forth if you consumed that amount of book. Taint good, man. Taint good. It's like <laughs> when you try and explain improv scenes and stuff, it's yeah. never the same. You can kind of get it because whoever's talking about it is an improviser and they're super talented and smart and funny and they're like doing the bit in front of you. So you get a little bit of it. But if you're reading about it in a book, my oh, God, yeah. I don't care, Milton Berle. You're 110 years old. Oh, it was the finest scene. You see, she she established that there were so many cucumbers on the table. <laughs> and then when, when Sadie... Came in. Oh, how shocked she was at the amount of cucumbers. Oh. I don't, I'm trying to think of a, a, a strange exclamatory word. Oh, behave. Uh, jumping Jehoshaphat. 
jump in Jehoshaphat's the authentic reaction to the amount of the many cucumbers left everyone in stitches. <laughs> uh, yeah, knock knock jokes. You got a review? I got a review. This is a Google review of Noodles and Company. Wow. <laughs> This is a review from from Patrick Starr. It even has his picture there. <laughs> Patrick writes, <clears throat> I initially wrote a bad review, but rescinded it upon proper completion of my order. I ordered Buff Chicks mac and cheese and received no chicken, no buffalo sauce, no avocado, extra, and no silverware to eat. I promptly returned to the restaurant within five minutes of receiving the former and was told the store would be happy to remake the order. And they would also be happy to let me keep the incorrect bowl. If you're reading this, stand up to the bigwig shareholders and billionaires that run these companies and many others. Mistakes by the undertrained and or scrambling staff should not be held accountable by the customer or staff. It is the managers, district managers, what have you. Treat the workers with a friendly attitude regardless if they make a mistake. Inflation is too steep as it is currently and nobody is losing sleep if they lose a profit. Here's a message to the people raking in all the profit and distributing oh. nary to the common folk. In all caps. Your free mac and cheese was delicious. <laughs> Three stars. It has been the policy in my mind. And the, these people that are shocked when they go into a fast food restaurant and say my order is wrong and they make you a new one and they don't want the old one. <laughs> it's been like that since as long as I can remember. Yeah, they're not gonna. They can't take that back. They don't want the food your gross customer hands. Such I don't know wh- where people thought that germs aren't real. <laughs> you know, since COVID happened, people people are oh, what? There's germs, and you can do things to stop them. Put it back under the heat lamp, baby. It'll burn them right up. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, right. That's <laughs> the, like. Uh. It'd be like a little rave under there for the germs. I got fed up at work the other uh, the other day and was like, "Ma'am, can you please not lick your fingers before you touch oh, the no. money you're handing me?" Oh, oh God! She, <sighs> you would have thought uh, she. I said, "Like, ma'am, can you please chop your arm off before <laughs> we do this transaction?" As I said something so ridiculous, and it's like, I'm sure I, it's, yeah, it that happens was all really the time. Offensive. <sighs> That's such a such an old dog move. No, <laughs> not trying to to be ageist, but yeah, they'll they'll lick the finger to flip through the billfold. Come <laughs> when they lick the finger, and you can see the sheen oh, of the no. spit. There's enough spit smeared on the the piece of paper or bill that you can see the sheen when it hits it on the light. Get yourself one of those little rubber <laughs> whatever Seriously. they are, rubber thimble things to. <laughs> Do that with some slick dexterity. In my 30 years of life, maybe once or twice I have felt the need to get a little (laughs) more elbow grease upon my fingers to get something separated, right? Mm -hmm. It was extremely, not niche, well, extremely niche scenarios were happening. The use case is so small. Right. You know, sometimes you gotta you gotta you gotta wet things up a little bit to get the dryness out of there and get things sort of sticking. 
and moving in the right direction. But I, it's the it's me- muscle memory to these people. Yeah, it seriously is. They spent too much time in the paper world. It's a digital yep. world now, folks. Yep, dude. <laughs> I've seen. I grew up with Digimon. All right, Agumon <laughs> and Ty were not licking their fingers before they touched each other's digivices and passed them around. That's gross. So, yeah, this is all to say when you go to McDonald's or fucking Noodles and Company and say this food isn't right, they're not, they don't want the food. If they take the food, they're just going to throw it away. They don't give a shit. (laughs) Your gross customer hands touch them. You're gross. You're all gross. You're all covered in goo and germs and gross. And no one else should have to eat a burger. What are they going to do with the burger? Give it to someone else? Would you want a burger that they gave to someone else and the person came back and said, this isn't right? Would you want to have that burger? No, you would throw yeah, a fucking yeah. fit, obviously, because you're going up and demanding more food for the food you didn't get right. So imagine if you got gross leftover burger. So They're of not gonna course you can keep the burger. Take it themselves. They, they <laughs> You'd have to be bad off to say, oh. Hey, I I got I just scored a free meal because somebody returned a burger. No, no. Unless you're working in some primo, we got the finest Kobe burgers here. Sure. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Unless throwing it out would be a crime against humanity. But at Nudes and Company? Mm-mm. Nudes and Company, they don't want your fucking noodles. No, no, no employee wants to eat that. No other customer should have to eat that. Of course, they're going to give you another thing of noodles. And I can't disagree with soapboxing against the corporate bigwigs. Yeah, stick it to them. But who do you think put the policy in place to get you more free noodles when it was wrong? Somebody had to approve that. And it wasn't it wasn't the baseline workers. It wasn't, you know, the it dudes in Doug. the kitchen. <laughs> Doug didn't want to make you a fucking another thing. He did it because that's what his job is. All right. Doug didn't give a shit whether you kept or threw away the noodles. He let you keep it because that's what his job is. That's what <laughs> is in the description made by the big ways. There's a lot of misconceptions going on in the a lot of misguided I don't want to say patriotism. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It's very, very aggrandizing. It's very aggrandizing, right? Grandstanding, maybe. That's yeah. I, I don't need an excuse to talk shit about corporate bigwigs, right? <laughs> no. I don't need noodles and company to fuck up my order for me to talk some shit about some corporate bigwigs. I'll just do it. The platform is there. <laughs> getting the proper amount of avocado on your mac and cheese is what... Uh, spurns you into activism. You know, I don't really know if I want you to be an activist next to me. Maybe, (laughs) maybe that's terrible to say. Yeah, you're out. You're out. Part of some demonstration. He, you've been you've been protesting long. Oh man, I go way back. This one time, I didn't get avocado on my buff mac and cheese. Here's the thing, though. You take it back, you get a free meal, man. Free lunches. I got that free meal and I said, yeah, fuck the corporate big wigs. <laughs> I, shat, I shat on the counter right in front of that worker. I said, yeah, this is for corporate. Being cor- your CEO can clean this up, buddy. Because I hate him, but you're cool. I have to clean that up. Whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. I would call the corporate guy and get him to do it, but I, I'm not a loser like you. <laughs> I put avocado on my buffalo mac and cheese. 
maybe that's good. That that seems questionable to me. Or the uh, the avocado, the avocado on, the on it. Yeah, I don't know. If maybe. I if someone made like a, a avocado dish with some buffalo sauce featured, I'm not against it. But I don't know if I want the creamy avocado cream on top. There's enough <laughs> creamage going on in that yeah. mac. Yeah. I, don't, I can't handle more green. I can't handle any green cream next to my yellow cream next to my red cream. It's <laughs> a lot of cream. It's going to be a mess. Uh, and you know what rhymes with cream in reviewparty.com. Thanks for <laughs> listening, everybody. Uh, what a fun week. Thanks for making it to the end. Welcome to the Real Ones Club. Real one. We got new episodes of this here podcast every Tuesday. That's right. Hashtag Tuesday Reviews Day. My headset's telling me I got low battery, but we got time to tell you. You should listen to this podcast every Tuesday. If you want to send in a review just like Jennifer. Thank you, Jennifer. Uh, you can send us an email with a hyperlink to the review or a screenshot or whatever. Uh, to reviewparty.com at gmail.com. Include a name or moniker so we can throw you that sweet, sweet credit, baby. Yeah. If you want to reach out to us on Instagram or TikTok, you can find us at reviewparty.com. Just like, actually, our dear friend Beached Jacob did today. Jacob. Jacob. Uh, if you're not hip to that, no, then get on the TikTok at, no, <laughs> if you're not hip to that, no, get on the Twitter at Review Party Pod. If you don't know what you're hip to, uh, <laughs> well, I have some bad news for you. You're probably going to want to go to reviewparty.com.com. It's our internet site on the browsers. Uh, you can find all of our episodes, all of the blog posts, all of the hidden secrets to the websites, uh, the shop, the newsletter sign up. Lots of blue and and things to click. <laughs> things to click. Things to leave egregious, uh, disgusting, reportable comments on. You <laughs> that know, too. Go crazy. It's, we're here for you, bud. Just let it out. Just let it all out. <laughs> I know it hurts. I know it hurts. We're here. We want to listen. And we won't judge you. Um, and I don't recommend you judge our friends, the nosebleeds. Why would you judge them? They're making good music. You can listen to for free on Spotify. Uh, and also throughout this episode, you heard, uh, it's the little theme song, the little song. That's them. Nosebleeds. That's bread for breakfast. Uh, you can hear more of their songs on Spotify. I think I said Spotify. Anyway, Spotify. search nosebleeds. One word. Oh, I have a review to finish this episode. Yeah. Huh? Um, this review is from Amazon, wouldn't you know? Wouldn't you know now? It is four lemon, regular, conventional, one each. It is a lemon. Okay. I, I'm told it's vegan, gluten-free, and paleo. <laughs> in case you're wondering. Uh, Mrs. V titles their review, Bright Yellow Lemon, Great Taste. They write... These are great lemons. It's hard to write a review that involves using knives that aren't being censored. Five stars. What? (laughs) 